Hello everyone! Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You're listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? Good. Welcome back all. Yeah, it feels like a long time for us because it's been like a month. Even yeah. though for you listeners, it's only been seven days. I know. We we were on that grind. We had those episodes stored up. And, and we, we ran delivered. out. And we ran, we ran the we, hell out. We ran out. Real quick, too. Tyler no, has really. been major slacking. No, we've both been very busy. Screw you, Tyler. How dare you hold it's up okay. this operation? Shut up, shut up, shut up. We had, Okay, so over the course of, what, the month that we've been kind of um, laying back and... Well, laying back from the podcast, I guess. The semester has hit us like a 10-ton bull in a china shop. But, um... I mean, I'm glad that we're back. It's it's good to be back behind this. <laughs> it is shitty, I'm, Mike. I'm I'm doing far too many things right now, and you're doing just the right amount of things. But it's it's a lot. It, it's between the lot. two of us, it is a lot. Far Ian, more than we should be doing. Ian and I have not even hung out. Truly, it's kind of depressing. I see him briefly at lunchtime, and he helps me out with various things. It is what it is. We're here now. It is what it is. Should, should, we should be back on the grind. Um, the thing hands. was, though, um, we've, we've had to put out episodes, um, and there's been a backlog of things that's dropped. There's been a lot of activity yeah. on the album front that we've yeah. missed out on, and we need to... And there are requests that we've dropped back on, too, that we need to catch up with. So we're sorry in advance if you have a request that we just haven't gotten around to yet. We haven't had the time. Maybe eventually your Friday will come and you'll get what you've been waiting for. Yeah, I hope so. But it might be in 2021 at this point. Oh, shut up. No, we'll get around to it. We'll, this summer is going to be... We're, yeah. We're going to lay it all on the line. Uh-huh. We're going to fuck like jackrabbits and... <laughs> put out so upload podcast yes, in, upload, our, in the meantime yeah in the me- that's not what I meant that's not what I that's not that's not what I meant. separate occasions Mac separate Miller occasions. we're reviewing Mac Miller oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, yeah um wow so that was one way to <laughs> welcome back to Sound Artists everybody um fuck <laughs> I just dropped so many water in my... So so many water? So much... Can't be fucking bothered. Today we're reviewing Mac Miller um, and his posthumous album that dropped back in... Uh, back on January. Back in January. Uh, on January 17th, uh, he released Circles. Uh, Tyler and I saw the lead-up to this album and we both flipped out um, because we would had no idea that this was coming, but apparently... Um, his, I, I guess maybe some of you saw the activity that, um, who was it on his Instagram that, uh, announced it? His was family it? posted it his on family? his Instagram. Yeah. Okay. His family did the whole unrolling. Okay. Of how things were going to go down. Yeah. Um, and it was announced that this album was basically finished by the time he passed away. Um, and his, uh, producers had seen fit to fill in the gaps, um, where they could, uh, and release this album afterwards. This was supposed to be a sister album to his last swimming full length record, which was swimming right before he passed away, which was um, pretty, I would say widely considered his best work so far. Yeah. He, it was pretty well received by a lot of people. Um, not Fantano. 
people were fucking pissed about that dude. Yeah. That is one of his most infamous reviews. It makes sense though. I mean, if you think about like how, how much Max death, like it just rippled through the whole rap community and a lot of rippled through the music of, industry in general. Exactly. A lot of areas, especially that he helped like cultivate and create. And then Fantano drops. It's not good. It's not, it's not a good. And he said it's not great. He didn't give it a great positive review. No, he didn't. He it wasn't, it wasn't a not good episode, but it was not a strong liking. Yeah. I mean, and I listened to swimming. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was stellar or anything like that, but some of the songs on there were amazing. Um, and I definitely was excited, uh, f- to listen to this new album when it came out and they dropped the single good news. Um, and that, that was something else. Um, good, good news really, really did it to him. Um, I, I teared up a couple times. I'm not going to lie. Fantano was pretty emotional. About Everybody it. that I talked to who listened to it said that they all got, teary-eyed and shit because it, it is a it is quite the tearjerker and it's v- far too real um i mean you're essentially putting yourself in the mind of somebody who's about to pass away and you are hearing their could, their yeah. thoughts and what they're feeling and it's kind of a beautiful messed up thing it is the thing was That's also the one. thing that the thing that really um that really messed people up as well is that mac miller was just a sweetheart. His personality, he was he 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 had a heart of gold and the world lost him far too soon. I mean, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page right now and it says he only lived to be 26. That is way too young for somebody like him. It's so bad. It's so sad. It's so sad. It just adds to the list of people who've especially rappers who've OD'd young rappers who have OD'd uh, in the past and it's just this is way too sad this tune in the episode let's just get some information out there Um, his full name is Malcolm James McCormick um, and he was uh, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania um, on January 19th 1992 and he passed away uh, September 7th 2018 Um, he's released what has he released? Um, something around six, six full-length records. No, because he had a couple of mixtapes. Um, Miller, it says that Miller began his career in the city's hip-hop scene in 2007 at the age of 15. Um, Jesus, I didn't know that. Uh, in 2010, he signed a record deal with Pittsburgh-based independent label Rostrum Records, with whom he had his breakthrough with the mixtape KIDS, uh, in 2010 and the best day ever. Uh, 2011, and his studio album debut was Blue Side Park in 2011, um, and it says it became the first independently distributed debut album to the top, to top the U.S. Billboard 200 since 1995, um, and from there he released Watching Movies with the Sound Off in 2013, he released, um... Four more studio albums after that, which were Good AM in 2015, The Divine Feminine in 2016, Swimming in 2018, and finally we come to Circles. Um, so, how many albums does that make? Six? He's released about six. Um, which, I mean, for a rapper his age, for somebody as young as him, six albums is nothing to, 
nothing to sneeze at or anything. That's Not a that's a hefty that's a hefty amount of and his mixtapes and he started in the game of fifteen. Like that is that is impressive. Those are impressive credentials, especially for a young white kid from Pittsburgh. That's like unheard of. That's really incredible. Um, very very talented human being. Um, and I mean, other than circles, what the other the other um, the other single was. Or what? No, Good News was the only single. Good News was the only single, and then he dropped this and on January seventeenth. So, yeah, I'm excited to just get into it. Are you? I think we can just talk about the music from here, unless you have anything else to add, particularly. No, I think we covered that. covered it. Okay. Well, let's get into the music, shall we? So, being that this is the sister album to Swimming, that album was a large leap in Mac Miller's self-discovery um, lane that he, he had been going towards. And there's not much of a lane change from Swimming to um, Circles. At least in mindset. Correct. Because they were... They were developed, developed, and developing around around the same time. the The posthumous companion piece um, gives a lot of a lot of his final years closure that was very much needed for fans because the way that he was going, he was creating this musical arc that at the time of his passing was just kind of it left everybody hanging we didn't really know where his music was headed completely and personally i think that circles finishes that arc pretty well now in recording this sister album mac miller worked very closely with um the composer and producer john bryan and John was committed to finishing the album after Mac's death and wanted a fully realized version of the album to be released. We've seen some posthumous releases recently in terms of people like XXX Tentacion, and in my opinion, the the motives for putting out the music are entirely wrong. And I think that this album is in no way a money grab. The family felt as though the music that Matt created was meant to be heard and he wanted people to hear it. So they put it out and they put it out the correct way, especially putting good news as the single leading up to it. It let everybody know, you know, what they were in for. And they put out a fully complete realized album they didn't put out scraps of ideas that he had recorded this this is this is a complete album and this is also a mac miller album might i add as well the last xxxtacion record that was put out um x was barely on the record x was on the record for the fashion of it so that his name could be used to make fat stacks and as horrible and awful as that sounds 
it is it's 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 damn well true. Um it's really unfortunate too. Um but circles is like Tyler said in no way in that same sort of mindset being put out. Um this feels like a Mac album. This feels like a Mac album that was meant to be put out. The family posted on Mac Miller's Instagram on the story um and and post um what their intentions were and what their plan was and I picked out a few quick quotes. Um they said this is a complicated process that has no right answer and no clear path. We simply know that it was important for Malcolm it was important we simply know that it was important to Malcolm for the world to hear it. That's sweet. They couldn't That's have nice. they couldn't have said anything better. Um there's no easy way to go about this. Dealing with the art of any recently past person is probably extremely difficult. Let alone a loved one. Right. And for this to be something that you listen to, it's it's really tough. Um, I'm going to get right into it. If Swimming wasn't Mac Miller's best album to date, Circles is it. I I have absolutely no doubt in my mind. Out of everything that I've listened to, I have had the most enjoyment, most pleasure, and looking at everything critically, I have less problems with this than I do with any release he has put out. Um, this is the better half of swimming. I agree. 2015's album showed off Max's sharpest rapping is what I gathered from it. 2014 album, 2014's album that he really showed um, a lot of his ambition and where he wanted to go with his most music. The Divine Feminine is probably his most diverse. Um, and at the time, it was his most complete project to date. Um, Swimming hinted that he was beginning to change as an artist and he's in a lot of ways, started to clear his mind or attempted to start trying to clear his mind and and gain footing, Circles provides a lot of resolution that fans wanted on swimming, and it helps finish his final thoughts, which is really sad. But it's really nice at the same time. It's good that this, like you said earlier, the closure was... If it was an arc and this was a loop, then this completes the loop. Circles is a fitting title. On the closing track of Swimming, the lyrics go, My God, it goes on and on, just like a circle. I go back from where I come from. That leads right, that ends and it leads right into this album titled Circles. These are intertwined, conjoined. From the very beginning, too. it It is, without a doubt, one piece. That record was... That that record embodied the feeling of being fine on the surface, but struggling with things internally. The emotional contact of that record already with him around still was kind of hard to digest. Some of that, he was dealing with some heavy stuff, some emotions that certainly were not um, pleasant. I mean, both of the albums, both of the albums are about working through depression itself. Oh yeah, this out of the two, this is a more um, optimistic 
outlook on things for the Which most part. Could be interpreted as even sadder. Um, so I talked a little bit about good news, but I want to get into it a little bit more. Um, when that single was released, um, I'd been listening to some of Swimming a little bit. Um, and when this was released, this was definitely instrumentally, um, a different frame of mind for Mac. This is more, uh, of an acoustic ballad a little bit, some acoustic guitars with some light strings thrown in there, a really, really soft drum beat, um, some really warm, fuzzy bass. The mix is very full and it's light, um, and it's very easy on the ears and Mac, um, when he steps in, is very, very clearly not in a mind space that is desirable to most. Um, and some of the lyrics on here are tough. And tough on a, a really, really deep fundamental le level. Um, and I mean, that's pretty evident from the first couple lines saying that he's got to do a little spring cleaning on his head um wishing that he could get out of his own goddamn way um but the the punches get harder um deeper into the chorus when he says good news is all that I want to hear they don't like it when I'm down um basically saying that people around him uh don't want to see him fly as high as he um would always like to, and he starts saying how uh, he's running out of gas, he's hardly got anything left, and he hopes he can make it home from work. Um, that line really hits me hard every time I, every time I listen to it. Um, haven't seen the sun in a while, but I heard that the sky is still blue. That line's rough. Um, I heard they don't talk about me too much no more, and that's the problem with a closed door. Um... I'm kind of tearing up just reading that line out loud. Um, and when he starts saying that there's a whole lot more for him waiting on the other side, that's the, that's the final, that's the nail in the coffin. Um, so this song is an emotional roller coaster, and um, I am always a wreck by the end of it. Um, but God, is this song so pretty, and it's strung out so well. Um, even over a 5 minute and 42 second runtime, this song is still great. It's fantastic. It's one of the best songs of the year. Um, still, two months, and I've listened to some good stuff uh, coming out of this year, and this is still one of the best. It's incredible. Um, and also, Circles, the opening track to this album, is a perfect, perfect tone setter um, with the soft, very soft bass and the lightly plucked uh, guitar line. Um, electric guitar line, um, and, um, uh, max simple kind of quiet hushed vocals. Um, it all sets a very, very nice, sweet, serene tone, um, for the album. And I mean, some of the lyrics as well, like Tyler said, are more optimi optimistic, uh, than others, um, on this album, which is a great pick me up, uh, from a lot of the other material on here. Um, and I mean, Going from circles into complicated, complicated is <laughs> a kind of nice bouncy, uh, summery vibey track with some nice, um, kind of 
dipping synth chords and it's um again kind of summary it's vibey a lot of this album is vibey and i really really do love it um now i think i th- I, th- I think we can both agree tyler that uh blue world is a mind fuck blue world is incredible a smack of sorts <laughs> I I was I I I was leaving my driveway, um, going down my driveway, uh, when I first heard this, and uh, the opening sort of barbershop quartet vocals, uh, come in, and I was like, oh, this is real nice, right? This is a real nice vibe. Um, God, did I not see coming the beat drop on this song, uh, when the vocals slightly dip. And then he takes, he took, to make the beat, he, uh, number one, he filled the, filled the shit out of the vocals, so that he made it sound really nice and well produced. Um, but he took different syllables and made them into different chords to basically do his thing over top of. Holy shit, does this song smack. This song is so good. This song is, I want to hear, what, what was the context that you heard this song in first, or do you not remember? I, I was with my girlfriend leaving church and I was like, we're going to put this on. And she, she had heard good news. She was like, is it going to be depressing? And I was like, I don't know. And I played the first song. Fantastic. Second song came on and we were bopping in the Bob Evans parking lot. That's how it went down. I was very surprised though. And the leading eight seconds into the song is very misleading to where it's about to go. And the little chimes, the little clinking, clicks towards the end of the song they're adorable oh my they're god so the cute. song is they're so adorable perfect. too yeah Holy it's, shit. it's so well put together it and flows produced. perfectly everything, to- everything on this is produced really yes. really well it is pristine. the mastering is perfect which i'm sure the um producer john had everything to do with i'm sure he was oh yeah day and night working on this to make it flawless and if it's not perfect it's near perfect he did an amazing job oh yeah the first couple of tracks are f- phenomenal and the there are some good tracks even later on everybody um is a cover of a blues song i can't exactly remember who it's by right now god forgive me um but it's a really nice kind of simple piano and i mean there's the there's the drum beat that comes in with some uh layered vocals that mac lays down um but it's a really sweet take on uh, a classic sounding song uh, with a classic sounding chord progression, and I think he did it in a classy way. Um, I really liked Woods as well. Um, Woods was kind of another vibey track, um, but in a different way. The instrumental's fantastic, and Mac, um, he's he he's in a space on this record that again you can tell that he's not in the best of places, but. A lot of times he sounds so incredible over these and he fits, his voice fits so perfectly over top of the ins- instrumentals that I, I just vibe out to it anyway. Um, the other, the, the, f- the reason for that is because it is him. I know. His music is him. It's not, oh, I'm taking influences from this, this, and this. It is yeah. purely. That's another him. thing overall that I really like about this re- record, how perfectly genuine it is. It is such a genuine emotion. This record, it's really fantastic. It's not just one emotion either. It's a, it's a whole, it's the whole spectrum. It's, it's all of, it's all of the rainbow. It's all the colors and it's, it's beautiful. Um, he, he, f- he meets all the criteria to be a respected artist in the industry. Oh yeah. He is 
without a doubt. He is his own his own thing. It's I'm not even gonna compare him to other people. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Because I mean he's to. he's paved the lane for so many white rappers, especially like emotional white rappers. I wasn't even gonna go there. I was just gonna point out somebody who's also entirely in their own lane in a oh, po- in yeah. a popular genre, but I'm gonna not No need to. Um Hand Me Downs is another one of those tracks that really is tough. It's really, really hard uh to listen to. Um, especially with the chorus, the chorus talking about how he wants to turn his jeans into hand-me-downs, not jeans like denim jeans, jeans as in passing down his bloodline. That's one of the hardest sentiments on this album, and it is so sweet, um, and it's really wholesome. It's unbearably wholesome for this record. Like, I, this is, uh, I can't, uh, uh, I can't, I can't. Uh, I can't talk about it. I can't. Uh, it's so sweet. This song is fantastic. Um, and um, That's On Me, I think, is a well-written track. And I again, the production on just about every song here is fantastic. Hands is one of the other True Blue sort of hip-hop albums that we got to see from him in the early days instead of, um, well, really, you kind of get a taste of a lot of genres on this album. Um, but hands is one of the few exclusively hip hop tracks on here. And I think it's done fairly well. Um, especially for in the style of Mac Miller, I think it's, it's appropriate, uh, to say the least. Um, and once a day, while it is kind of repetitive and loopy, it is a nice, sweet sentiment to go out on for this record, I think. And overall, this was a very enjoyable experience. And it helped me get more intimate with Mac Miller as a person, you know, and it's, it, I don't know. Stuff like this makes you think. Um, and not necessarily in a bad way either. Um, it's just, it's also kind of surreal knowing that this is after his passing, but it is what it is. And I liked a lot of it here, so it reminds me of one more light with Lincoln park in a way where the, the songs on that are talking about, you know, I mean, just how tough everything, and it's kind of common theme for Lincoln park, but talking about how just tough everything around is and the mental state that Chester Bennington was in. And, um, what was the song called? Um, sharp edges. No, the uh, there was the big single off heavy. of that heavy. Um, I'm holding on, but why is everything so heavy? Dragging around, it's bringing me down. But I, if I would just let go, I'd be set free. Three months later, he passed away. Yeah, I know. You know that was a little different too. When you go back and you listen to that song, listening to that has a different, a different connotation, a different meaning. And it's kind of the same way with swimming. And of course, right. this I didn't come out, but this is a little different because it didn't come out before. It came out after. But you still, when you, I think Mac Miller's fans have always dove into the lyrics and, you know, search search for meaning. This, you don't have to dive very far. You don't have to look very far. It's plain as day. It's all right there in front yeah. of you. Yeah, and again, this is all displaying an emotion. A lot of these songs are. 
and whether that be the horribly, horribly sad emotions of good news, the kind of hopeful, um, but also unbearably melancholy, um, uh, emotion that is displayed on hand-me-downs, um, at least in retrospect, melancholy, and kind of the upbeat, kind of even don't give a fuck of Blue World saying that he won't, he ain't politicking, he ain't kissing no babies, he's just doing him. Mm, don't trip. Saying that the devil's on his doorstep and we don't gotta let him in. Oh, it's... It's such a feel-good vibe on that track. And I mean... A lot of this album, I could probably say with confidence, would be very, very feel-good if he were still around. But in retrospect, again... Horribly melancholy. But also very serene. And a very pleasant listen. And... I don't have much wrong with this. I really like it a lot. I mean, we can talk about what we didn't like if you were ready. Unless you do you have any more details? No? Okay. So we'll talk about what we didn't like here in a second then. Alright, so I mean while the highlights on this album are very, very dominant, I would say. The, 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 the highlights, the great moments, dominate the bad ones. Um, and I wouldn't even really call the bad ones really horrible or bad or anything like that. Uh, a couple of missteps here and there. Nothing, nothing too uh, offensive or anything, like, horribly off or anything like that. I mean, I can see is a little bit of a head-scratcher in the track list, and it's like the midway point. It's track number five. Um, just musically and, well, compositionally and production-wise, it's a bit of a, a, a what? It's like an anomaly. Um, it's just, it, th this song needed to be either put on the cutting room floor or taken back to the drawing board. Um, it kind of, I don't know, it... it it didn't. It didn't play right with everything else, um, and the the percussion is kind of off in a lot of ways, as well as the chords and everything. And Max's voice feels out of place. The vocal melody doesn't fit on top of the chords very well. This song was just a bit of a head scratcher. The production is still fine. It sounds good, um, generally speaking. Like the the sounds, the way that they sound, sound good, just not together, um, and. Um, that's on me while I do like the tune. Um, it could have been structured a little bit better. Um, surf is a little bit repetitive. And by a little, I mean a lot. Um, the, the guitar lick gets old after a while, and this is a 5 minute 30 second track, or something like that. Um, there just needed to be more meat on the bone with this one. Um, as well as even the car guitar solo at one point kind of gets stale, which is kind of sad because the guitar tones are nice on this song. Um, and the lyrics could have used a little bit more padding out as well. Um, and again, once a day is just kind of repetitive and loopy, but I didn't, other than that, I didn't really have much of a problem. There was no overall problem, like overarching, big, glaring, like, you cannot enjoy this album because of me kind of problems or anything like that. Um, it was more just a, every, every now and again, every, here and there, there was a song that wasn't particularly up to par with the rest of them, but like... You covered my issues pretty well. I will say, I I feel like the first, 
I feel like the beginning of the album is fluffed a little bit. I wish that the tracks at the beginning were spread out more. I don't love the layout of the album. I actually kind of agree with that as I, well. I think it might have been a more it's not a, pleasing experience to listen to had um hmm what's the right way to put this? I feel like I feel like in the first in the first four tracks you probably have the best songs right there. Yeah. I would like I would like those to be placed around I mean, again, Woods, hand-me-downs, everybody, all good, hands is good. It's so not, you get some stuff in the later half. Absolutely. But. It's not uncommon for albums to do this, but, like, it would have been nice to get to track seven and then, oh, God, oh, you know, have, right. that, have that feeling come in that you get at the beginning. Because after, as after, well as circles, after the beginning, things things definitely do calm down. Yeah. And as, I would like it I would like it to be calm, hype, calm, calm, hype, calm, yeah. calm, you know? And Circle, I feel like Circle's and Complicated, the two very first tracks, have a very, very similar tone. So spreading those out would have been better. I do yeah. agree with that. But, like, that's very, very minor, too. You know? In the way of content, that's not important. And context. Like, there's not there's not much wrong yeah. there. All the C words. <laughs> not all of them. Not, not all of them. We don't want uh, Um... This was a great album. I'm just flat out saying it. This was a this was a heartwarming, wholesome, um, well thought out. Just I, I had a fantastic listening experience, and good on good on Mac Miller's producers and his family for doing this so tastefully, um, and really, really giving people a reason to put respect on Mac Miller's name um, post his passing and I couldn't have I really couldn't have asked for a better a better way to kind of say your goodbye you know I thought this was a great album what a guy what a guy rest in peace Mac Miller um shall we take this out we can take this out let's take this out So, in conclusion, Mac Miller, Circles, pretty fantastic album, from front to back, like, this is an enjoyable project, this is one that I can see myself returning to a lot, um, especially over the course of this year, there are some great, great, incredible songs on this, uh, and I honestly think that this is probably one of the best send-offs that fans could have ever asked for. So I'm I was pleased with it. I was super happy. Back to you, Tyler. I think it's unfortunate that this is the note his career ends on. But at the same time, it's it's a fortunate note to end on because this is a great project overall and really outside of a single track, I didn't really not enjoy any of the songs for one reason or another. They were all solid in one way or another. This yeah. was a good listen. This was a good it's listen. It's just a good listen. Uh, I, w- I would say that um, if you're uh, not prepared for the emotional content, or, I mean, I mean, if you listen for the music just for the music and you don't really pay attention to the lyrics, um, then I get I, you could get down with this album, but if... if it, 
if you're not down with some melon melancholy uh material you'd probably stay well away from this but the, honestly like this is worth your time completely if you haven't listened to it already that is so tyler are you feeling a are you feeling a score 7.8 that's not bad to an 8.1 is my range. Okay. Somewhere falling in there. 8.4, I think I'm feeling. 8.4 to 8.5. Because I, some of the songs on here were just too good. Too good. Um, this was a solid album. This is probably gonna be one of the, the better albums of the year. So, super happy. Super happy with it. I'm glad we got to it. Yes, I'm glad we got to it as well. Rest in peace, Mac Miller, man. Thank you all for listening. Uh, <laughs> we're we're glad to be back behind these microphones, sitting across from each other in my dungeon. We say that um, every time. I know it's fine. Um, not the dungeon part, though. Not the dungeon part. That we're um, glad to be back. We're glad to be back. We um, spurts. It's all right. Still consistent. Still consistent. What up? We're gonna be <laughs> making it. I promise. Um, so, uh, uh, um, go listen. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, yeah, listen to the album. Give Mac Miller a listen. He is a fantastic artist. You can follow him on Instagram. I'm sure at some point his family will have another uh, another thing to say. You might not want to miss it. You can follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits. Used to be Sound Audits Podcast, but now it's not. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Sound Audits. We don't use it, but you can still follow us if you feel the desire to. Um, if you go to the podcast description, you can click on the link there if you would like to give us a small donation of 99 cents. We are two broke college kids, and if you could buy two gumballs, you could buy us two gumballs. 99 cents. Hit us up. <laughs> we would really appreciate it. And, of course, if you do, we'd love to send you a handwritten thank you. If you can go out of your time, go out of your way to do that. We will go out of our ways to thank you. Like, yeah. it means a lot. Um, and we will get around to that. Oh, absolutely. I see Ian almost every day. Like, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. There'll thank be a new episode coming out this next Friday. Friday. This, yeah, this Friday. Every well, Friday. Every Friday. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. We haven't missed Eastern a Friday Standard. this year. We're not going to miss a Friday this year. Nope. We are consistent as heck, brother. Mm-hmm. As consistent as And sisters. And sisters. All of, the, all of the above. All of the above. And all of the siblings in between. Yes. Those. All of the siblings. Yeah. Yeah, all of the siblings. Because we're all big, one big happy family. I get it. All I of our you. sound oddities. Our sound oddities. You've been sound audited. Audited. <laughs> Welcome to our sound audit TED talk. <laughs> Shut up. We're going to leave now. Yeah, we're going to leave before this gets any worse. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you around soon. Um, yeah. Thank you. Peace.